Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a Better Business Bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I bow my head to pray. I don't know what to say. I'm not sure how to fix the things I'm dealing with. I'm in a desperate place. I need to share the weight, but I just don't know how to let it all pour out. Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Bible, 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 Bible. Negotiation Bible style. Father, I'm in a desperate place. Father. No, you can bear the weight, Father. Take me in your arms as I speak your name. I lift my hands and pray. Today on the Christian Car Guy Show, we are sharing your prayer repair. <laughs> yes. This being the week of the National Day of Prayer, I had a chance to go to this really amazing prayer event downtown where I heard an English pastor by the name of Pete Grigg, and he's the founder of the 24-7 prayer movement, and just more than amazing what God has done through this man and a chance to talk to him and his simple teaching on prayer. And, and even better than all that, I got a chance to do an interview with him a little later that day for a show we do called Truth Talk Live that's actually going to air today at 4.30. And there's a video of that entire interview and all the wisdom that he he gave us. It's there at christiancarguy.com if you go to our website. But right this second, I want to glean a little bit as, as we're thinking about sharing prayer repairs today on the Christian Car Guy show. Let's glean a little wisdom from Pastor Pete right now. Prayer can be confusing. At one level, it's simple. Karl Barth, the great theologian, said at its simplest, prayer is asking. Prayer at its best is conversation. It's listening to God as well as speaking. And at its deepest, it is communion. There is a place in prayer that is even beyond words. The three keys are keep it simple, keep it real, and keep it up. I love everything about that sentence that he had about there's a place in prayer that you can't even describe it in words. But I love those fundamentals, and that's what we're going to talk about today, is to keep it simple, 
keep it real and keep it up. So in this whole idea of keeping it simple, he gave me an example in the interview that I just couldn't pass up using. Um, and so he gave us an example of how he had this workout with one of his kids. And we'll take a listen to what he said about keeping it simple. You know, when one of my kids was little, he, he couldn't write yet, but he would just scribble. But he thought he was writing. And he handed me a bit of paper one day with all these scribbles on it. And he said, uh, Daddy, look what I wrote. So I said, well done. He said, read it. And I didn't know what to say. So there was nothing I could read from the paper. But I looked at his face and I read his face. And I thought about the weird little things that go on in his mind and the kind of day he had had. And I guessed what the scribbles meant. And as I read his scribbles, he nodded his head and said, well done. In prayer, we so often think it's about getting the right vocabulary, the right terminology, the right words, when all we're doing is throwing the almighty scribbles. But he looks at our faces <laughs> and he thinks about the weird little things that go on in our heads and he understands and he interprets the groanings of our spirit, even the tears that we cry, and understands the deeper desire of our hearts. That's what Romans chapter 8 actually says, that God helps us in our weakness to articulate our prayers, and he intercedes for us before the Father. Isn't that the most beautiful promise? We don't have to be good at prayer. We just have to be children of the Father. So we had keep it <laughs> simple. And I love that that insight. And Bill, you know, so much about... It is. It's between you and God, and, and He knows your heart. So it is, uh, to a great extent, a simple place. Always love Philippians four four. Rejoice in the Lord always. Do not be anxious about anything, but with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. If we're focused on having that personal time with God and that all we're looking for is the peace that comes with that conversation. It's amazing how God can work things out even better than we even want them to be working. <laughs> yeah, they quite often do. So we have the idea of keep it simple, but then there's this idea of keep it real. And I had an experience with that this week, and I'm we're going to get to the point where you call in today and share your experiences at 866-348-7884. And oh, by the way, we have an amazing, amazing Christian Car Guy Theater coming up in the last segment today. But this whole idea of keep it real. Well, I have this little movie clip from the movie Bruce Almighty where uh, Morgan Freeman's character is actually playing God. He has, he has some simplicity, I mean, some real rules for Bruce, which I find just more than awesome. What do you want me to do? I want you to pray, son. Go ahead. Um, Lord, feed the hungry and bring peace to all of mankind. How's that? If you want to be Miss America. Now, come on. What do you really care about? Grace. Grace. You want her back? No. I want her to be happy. 
matter what that means, I want her to find someone who will treat her with all the love she deserved from me. I want her to meet someone. We'll see her always, as I do now. Through your eyes. Now that's a prayer. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I'm going to get right on it. So there you go. Keep it real. What do you really care about? You know, I had a friend once tell me that when you're praying, it's not a matter of asking God all the time, what's your will? Because if, if you went to your child and said, what do you want for Christmas? And they said, well, whatever you will for me, Dad, I'll be happy with that. Well, you know, it, it's a whole lot more fun to give somebody something you know they really care about, something they know you know they really want. And don't you think your Heavenly Father really cares about what you want very simply what you know pete grigg was explaining about just being a child of the of the father is what do you really care about in his will you know it's an interesting place to be but keep it simple keep it real but where i really need your help today is where we have this keep it up you see I'm hoping that you'll call in and share your prayer repair, the one that didn't happen right the moment you first prayed it, but after you kept it up, you kept praying and you kept praying, and then it come, and then it came, even. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in, 866-348-7884. I'd love for you to call and share your prayer repair, obviously, or maybe not, obviously, it can be a repair in your life. It doesn't have to be your car, although cars are good. And we're going to talk a lot about the Jesus labor love and our our prayer repairs that have happened through that. But any place that God has had a prayer repair in your life, we would love to hear that. And you call us at 866-348-7884. As I mentioned in our last segment today, we have Jailhouse Justice Part 3. <laughs> and to whet your appetite just a bit, wowzers, do we have some new actors joining the team we have Jesse Cordy, who was the voice of LeFou in Beauty and the Beast, and he was also the voice of Manchus in Zootopia. So he's going to be in playing a new character, Noir, in the, and also Julie Knox, who's with the British Broadcasting System. Wonderful Irish actors. You're going to love her voice. And she's coming up on Christian Car Guy a little bit later in the show. And, of course, we always want to mention the Jesus Labor Love Car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. That's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. But right now, we would love for you to call in and share your prayer repair. The one that, well, because we're talking about keeping it simple, keeping it real, and keeping it up. The one I really want you to call about was the one that you prayed and prayed maybe for 30 years. I don't know how long it was, but how think how you could encourage all those listening out there today. You could help them raise their face shields by you sharing that story. Please have the courage to call us. We got lines open. 866-348-7884. When we come back, we're going to take your call. Father, I'm in a desperate place. Father, 
Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I'm your host, Robbie Dillmore. We have Bill Mixon, our Christian insurance guy, with us today, sharing his prayer repairs. But we need to hear yours, especially we're talking about these three fundamentals that Peter Gregg taught uh, at this prayer breakfast I attended in the, in the interview I did with him, which is at ChristianCarGuy.com, by the way. And, and they are keep it simple, keep it real, and then keep it up. And so I would love to hear, I really, I am excited to hear about the time that you prayed and prayed and prayed for years and it came through that thing you've been praying about happened um how could you encourage others so many others we have lines open we would love to hear it 866-348-7884-866-34 truth and as i mentioned you know we have the jesus labor love which is car repair labor for single moms and widows and we've been doing that for probably six or seven years now. And <laughs> at times there's some real challenges. And one of the first real challenges I ran into was that uh, there were a lot of national companies that, I don't know how to put this exactly, they they make a big deal out of their Christianity, but it seemed like when I tried to get simple help from them, I just couldn't. And one of those was a battery company. And I had actually had the owner on the show one time and really felt like, man, this, this, this is a big supporter. And so when I need a battery for a single mom or widow, somebody that's really in trouble, I'll, they'll come through for me. And so it wasn't long after I had him on the show that I had a need in, in Utah and uh, contacted their office. And of course, I'm praying about it along the time, Bill, I, of course, you know, I'm praying. And I, the lady needed a battery and I went to that company and that company, I, I went directly to the, the founder of the company and his secretary sent me to somebody and, and they came back and they said, well, we're sorry. We don't have a, a, a store that is actually a company store in Utah. So when you ever have, whenever you have a need where, you, where we have a company store, then you contact us. Well, y- you may know that, you know, I know that their national headquarters is in Fort Worth, Texas. So it wasn't six months later, and I got one of the worst situations I can ever remember happening was there was this poor lady, and she had a car that somehow or another, her, as I recall, boyfriend slash husband, the father of her child, failed to put the insurance on it right, yet they were making payments on it, so it had what they call single coverage on it insurance, which you know, Bill, when you're, you're borrowing money on a car, and if you total that car and your insurance doesn't pay for it, they've got a way that they pay for the car, but your car is still wrecked. And so this car was wrecked and it was in her driveway. It was wrecked bad. The fender was on the tire. The, uh, it, it had crushed the battery. It wouldn't start. She couldn't move the car. And naturally I thought, well, here we go. This is my opportunity to get this battery company to step up and and make this happen. And, and I've been praying about this is going to happen. And so I called the secretary. The secretary sent me to another person. I'm expecting, okay, well, this is right in your back door. We can't, 
Oh, we're sorry. We can't help you with that. And I was beyond frustrated. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, here I've got, it was about a week or two before Christmas, and I am just freaking out. And who else do I go to but God? And I'm, this is a real prayer, Bill. I'm like, really? Really? I can't even get a battery from this huge, gigantic, unbelievably large company for a lady? And here it is two weeks before Christmas. And by then I've got to find a body shop. And I'm, and I'm screaming at God, and God says to me clearly through the Holy Spirit, well, Robbie, if you're so worried about this lady, why don't you do something about it? <laughs> Well, what do I say? I don't know anybody in Fort Worth, Texas. Well, you're going to have to go find some people. So I literally Googled where she lived and looked at all the different body shops that were close to her where she was. And the first one that was on the list, I called a number, and this lady answers the phone. And I said, well, I'm with the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair for Single Moms and Widows, and I really got a bad need. And she goes, well, you're going to have to speak to the owner, but I don't know how he's going to take to that. And I was like, okay, well, I'll speak to the owner. And so I was like, sir, I'm Robbie Dilmore. I'm with the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair Labor for Single Moms and Widows. And I have this lady whose car is literally broke down in her driveway. She's still making payments on it. And it's two weeks before Christmas, and she's got no way to get to work. And, and she really needs some help. What's even worse is that the battery's crushed. I know you're going to have to bring a battery out with you. And hit the guy's response, I'll never forget as long as I live. He was a bit country. He was from Texas. He says, do you mean to tell me that you talk about Jesus Christ on the radio? <laughs> I thought, oh, man, here it comes. I'm fixing to get blasted. <laughs> and he goes, well, son, you know, there's some things that are a lot more important than money. And I, I'm going to fix that lady's car, and I'm going to fix that lady's car today. And I was like, well, hold on there. You know, you, I was in body shop business for quite a while. You're, you're getting that kind of damage fixed in a day is a little bit of a stretch. But I was like, okay, you know, let me give you her name and address and phone number and whatever. And it, it's just like I'm sitting here, Bill, I, I, if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I would never have known that. I just could not believe this could happen. Later that afternoon, that lady called me, Robbie. He came out. He got the fender off my tire. He fixed the wheel. He put a new battery. His own money. Every bit. Of, I didn't. I mean, he completely did the whole thing. I don't even want to know how much money he invested in it. But I, I will never, ever forget how God came through for me in that particular situation as long as I ever live. Now, what was the name of his body shop? Do you remember? I don't. But I could look it up. I have a list of all these people that have helped me out over the years. And that's a shame that I mm -hmm. tell this story and, and fail to give him credit. And I'm going to tell you he's in Fort Worth. But I'll tell you what I will do. I will get my records back and I will put it at the website. And we need to hear your prayer repair. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We would love to hear yours when we come back.
We are sharing our prayer repairs today on the Christian Car Guys show. And we need to hear yours. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. We have lines open. And just think how you could encourage somebody with the time that you prayed for years and years and years. It all has to do with keeping it up. We've got these three simple ideas that, that were shared at the prayer breakfast I attended this mo- uh, this week, which were keep it simple, keep it real, and keep it up. And you, you've you got a story or two along those lines, don't you, Bill? Well, yeah, a, a short one that I like to share because I'm here with my favorite car salesman who made sure I got just the most wonderful car in the world. And one day... I go out to get in my car and the car's gone. And it's like I walk down to the end of the street trying to figure out why would I have parked it somewhere else. And I turn around and I look at my driveway and I say, I'm sure I parked that car there. And then it dawned on me that somebody decided they wanted my car more than I did. And what's even worse than that is this really dumb, stupid insurance agent had a spare key hidden in the car. (laughs) (laughs) And did not lock the car that night. Now, do not do that. Do not do that. (laughs) But somebody had gone through both cars and they found my spare key hidden in a place I wouldn't. I mean, who was going to steal a 12-year-old car? So I have to call the claim in. And with egg on my face, I have to explain, yes, I think I know how they got it. And I let a couple days go well, by. Let's, let's just since you're an insurance agent, and I'm yes. curious, you know. Yeah. So if you're just clearly that negligent, like even leave the keys in the ignition. Does Negligence that is a-, a pretty strong word. I'd rather say <laughs> stupid. You know, let's just call it what it is. I was stupid. You know, for one thing, our neighborhood is just unbelievably safe. So are you still covered even though you, you were um, stupid? Yes. Stupidity <laughs> is generally covered, not in all cases, but with cars, it's pretty much covered. See, I used to have a police car parked at the foot of my driveway for 12 years in any event. So I'm, I'm sitting there and this really great car that's worth next to nothing because it's got well over 100,000 miles on it. Because I'm on this radio show that's always talking about you should never buy a new car unless you have to. So I have invested well <laughs> in to keep the thing running. It took great pride that I was driving around in a car with almost 150,000 miles on it. So I turned the claim in and the police come out and they say basically, you know, good luck. <laughs> we hope you find it. I said, well, I've sort of called you to, yes, but, you know, if you knew how many cars that we just don't find them. So I'm thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And we needed a, a car. I mean, we didn't have a spare car. So a couple of days later, I'm in a Bible study group, our small group, and somebody says, you know, my son lost his car last year. And he drove around, and he found the car broken down in the neighboring neighborhood. I saw that's a rather interesting thing to tell me. I'm not sure whether you're trying to make me feel better or worse. And then Sunday, somebody else came up to me, and they said, you know, we heard you lost your car. I said, I guess lost is one way to put it. She says, you know, my uncle just a few weeks ago lost his car, and he found it in the neighborhood near him. So... 
After work the next day, I prayed. I prayed a good prayer. I talked to God, and I said, you know, I know I'm not supposed to just ask for things and, and, and expect them to happen, but I do believe that if I'm willing to go out and share this story with people about how you actually work in people's lives and that people should not be hesitant about letting them know what your concerns are, that if I am diligent in the future about sharing this story, that you might just come through and I started driving around the third neighborhood I looked in. 20 minutes, less than 20 minutes. And I find my car nose down at the end of a um, end of a cul-de-sac with a flat tire. I mean, now, there were some things missing. But one of the things I really, really, really... Was the was, key missing? <laughs> the key was missing. But my Bible, my Bible that's been marked up and notes in it and i've had for years and years was in there and all we had to do was get the spare tire put on i take the the car and the tire to the body to the um repair shop they blow the tire up they don't even have to do anything put air in it and i swear that blessed car's running better now than before it got stolen (laughs) well there you go that's there's an example of a prayer repair, and you know you got one, especially that one where we're, we're trying to get somebody to call us and encourage us with this keep it up, and we only have a few more minutes left to do that because Christian Car Guy Theater is coming on in just a minute. And so call us now, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Well, going back to the Jesus Labor Love, there was another situation that I remember well in Kentucky and often these things happen at places where I don't have a lot of resources and this was a little town in Kentucky and I did not know anybody and the car needed to be towed and you may know that when it comes to tow trucks the 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 charge changes by how far away you are so I needed to find a close tow truck and uh when I called the man the first time he was like, you're with what? You're with the Jesus what? No, we aren't going to do that. And, and that was the end of that conversation. Well, then I started calling around trying to find somebody to fix the car. And, and this man was a wonderful Christian man. I finally found that would do that. And I said, well, do you have any idea where I could get this car towed? And he goes, well, there's only one guy in town. And he lists the guy that had already been through. He goes, and he's not a Christian. And I, that might be a bit of a struggle. And... I said, well, will you pray with me right now? <laughs> we start praying. <laughs> and I called the man back. And I said, do you remember me? I talked to you a few hours ago. Yes. I said, well, I still have this car, and I, I guess you're the only one in town to do it. And I, I was like, you know, will you stop calling me if I tow this car? Do you promise you will <laughs> never, ever call me again if I tow this car? And so I said, yes. And uh, he towed the car, and. That's not the end of the story. I shared this on the air a few weeks, I think that week, and I was down at a remote in Charlotte, and this, I see this call coming in from Greensboro, and this person in Greensboro knew the name of this record because then I did know the name of the company. And, and uh, she said, are you meaning to tell me that so-and-so told a car? <laughs> 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 and uh, so I called that man back, 
and it was a funny conversation. I just want you to know that my my listener, I think her name was Paula or something. I said called in, and I'll never ever forget it. It was um, <clears throat> one of those things that he got a chance to get doubly involved, and I he I never called him to tow another car, but he had a completely different expression on his face or on his than the sound of his voice. The second time I talked to him, we had Paula in Greensboro's got a prayer repair for us. Paula, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Paula, can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. Hey, good morning. Good morning. What you got for us? All right. Okay, so I had been in a very bad marriage, so I've been divorced for about 12 years, and had said, I, you know, I'm not dating ever again. I'm, I'm not, you know, fine. I'll be, I'm okay to go through the rest of my life alone. I mean, without being with a partner or companion or in marriage again. And, um, I, I became a Christian during this time because I wasn't when the divorce happened. Wow. And then what started happening was I noticed there was a yearning to have a companion but I really didn't think it could really happen. You know, I really was a very skeptical, fearful person around this issue. And so I said, okay, if it's meant to be, you know, if, if the right, if I could be or find the right person, if there was such a thing, I would be open to this, but I'm just going to put that aside because you know what? I've already decided I'm just fine and I can go through life alone, that that would be okay too. It's okay. However, this goes. And um, I had this, the weirdest, strongest urging that said, you have to go to work at CarMax. Well, I did not want to go to work at CarMax. Oh, no, we're about to, you got to, you got to go fast for us because we're going to go to a break. Okay. I went to CarMax to work, kicking and screaming, hoping they'd fire me, hoping they wouldn't let me in the door because they hired me. And I put them off for two months with excuses. And they still said, well, we still want you. And I'm going, what is this? So I went, the day I walked in, this, I met the gentleman there who said, oh, can we, we go have coffee? Happen. Thank you for and- And now time for Christian Car Guy Theater with today's episode, Jailhouse Justice, Part 3. Last time on Jailhouse Justice Part 2, Bad Brad had escaped from jail aided by the nefarious Ned, who works for the nasty Noir. Brad is desperate to kidnap Allie once again because the Noir, a maniacal monster crime boss, has kidnapped Brad's daughter Christy to make sure that Brad will bring Allie in. Brad never would have dreamed the Noir would even know he had a daughter because Brad's daughter, Christy, has been living in Ireland with her mother, but she had come on a surprise visit only to be grabbed by the Noir's henchman. Christy is brought into the Noir's office. Uh, uh, just you wait. You don't really think my dad's going to let you get away with this, do you? Your dad? <laughs> your dad is my main provider of other pretty girls. Not only is your dad going to let me get away with it, he profits from it. This is how he pays for those fine schools you've been attending. You're lying! You would never do that! Never! Well, my dear, in this case, I'm betting the truth will set you free. (laughs) You see, when he brings the girl he promised to bring me, 
you can go free. So, you better hope I'm not lying in this case. <laughs> Meanwhile, Deputy Eustace is out to try to find Christie's father, Brad, before he kidnaps Allie again. And all those prayers from the church seem to have raised Eustace's face shield, and he's back. He's back in a whole new way. You can hear it in Eustace's voice as he's still talking to Pastor Jack on the phone. You are right, Pastor Jack. I am not alone, and those who are, who are with me are greater than those against me. The minute that you said that, I, I feel it. I could feel it, and I believed it. As a matter of fact, I'm heading back into town. We don't need to worry about catching Brad. I need to protect Allie. That's my job, to serve and protect. You know, I have a hunch Brad's going to come for Allie, so keep her safe till I get there. Pastor Jack hangs up the phone to share Eustace's new plan with the others. Allie, Eustace feels you are a target, and he asks that we all stay here and protect you till he gets back. Bob, you and Allie stay here with everybody. I hate to do this, but I need to let our little dachshund Fritz outside. He's been inside all day. Yes, poor little Fritzy. He's probably wondering what's going on. Hurry back, Grandma, and please be careful. The car parts under the hood of Jimmy's Jeep celebrate Eustace's newfound faith. Frenchy Fender comments, Ah, oh, Monsieur Mosey Motor Oil, this was a great plan that you came up with. <laughs> we prayed and sprayed Wally Windshield Wiper Water, forcing Eustace to stop and call Jimmy and Pastor Jacques. <laughs> and God has clearly strengthened Eustace's faith. Ah, uh, Mosey, I knew you was a slick one. Yeah, that's a big 10W40 right there, Frenchie. I appreciate your kind words about how slick I am and whatnot, but see, God is the hero of this story. Uh, yes, indeed. I, I see a new look on Eustace's face. I have never seen him so focused, so capable looking, so on the ball, so on the case. Before, he was sort of like a frictional character. You know what I'm saying, Wally Windshield Wiper? Yep, Mosey. I believe that just like our windshield wiper water, this time Eustace is going to see it through. Gracie Gastank, thank you for your high-octane advice. You're mighty welcome, Wally. Say, Eustace has been hit with living water and fresh oil. And I believe Eustace has gone from self-serve to full-serve now. All right, team, let's get back to town and help Allie. Yep. Maybe yeah. we, let's do yeah, let's it. Do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Do it, do it, do it, yay! Meanwhile, Brad knows that Noir has his daughter, Christy, and Brad is now more determined than ever to kidnap Allie. So he's stolen a dish satellite TV truck and uniform so he can sneak into Bob, Bonnie, and Allie's neighborhood unnoticed, looking over the fence. Perfect, just what I hoped for. That little Dotson in the backyard, that will do the trick. Shut up, you little mutt. You come with me. I'll just give it some time till they go missing their little dog, and I won't have to hunt Allie. She will come to me. Allie won't be able to resist being reunited to her precious little, uh, let's see what your collar says. Fritz! <laughs> Meanwhile, Georgina is on the radio reporting to Eustace. 
Beaver County Sheriff's Office. We just had a report of a 1045 stolen dish TV truck in uniform just over in some county. This may be your jailbreak suspect, Eustace. Well, yeah, that's a 10-4, Georgina. I'm on my way back now. That's a probable scenario for sure. Do you have a license plate number? Colorado Baker Zebra Zebra 4035. Repeat, Colorado Baker Zebra Zebra 4035. That's not to mention it has a big dish sign on the side of it, Eustace. Just saying. Oh, very, very funny, Georgina. I'm just making sure I'm just dotting my I's and crossing my T's. There's a lot at stake here, you know, and I don't want to terrify some unsuspecting dishworker. 10-4, Eustace. Let me know if you see anything. Eustace is just pulling into town, and he immediately spots a dish van right in the mall parking lot. He heads that way as the parts under the hood brace for action. Spalding spark plug fires off first. I'm guessing that dish truck workers like most electricians. They get their supplies at the outlet stores. Oh, Spalding spark plug. This is serious, you know. <laughs> Although, if you try to arrest a dish TV worker like that, you have to go through the right channels. <laughs> Uh, the right channels, you get it? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Gracie Gas Tank. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Tammy Tensioner, of all people, you need to tighten up. Do you see that license plate? That's the one. Colorado BZZ4035. Spotting that license plate, Eustace radios in. Beaver County Sheriff's Office, Georgina. You got a copy? 10-4 Eustace, what's up? Georgina, is there any state police available for backup? I spotted that stolen dish TV van, and before I approached it, I was wondering if the state police are in the area. Afraid not, Eustace. They're all out looking for a missing hiker on Long's Peak. Well, no time to waste, Georgina. I'm approaching the van now. What? What is that? Tune in next month for another episode of Jailhouse Justice here on Christian Car Guy Theater. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. Uh-huh, Randy. All this talk about kidnapping reminds me of the thieves that kidnapped the prize Asian ape because they believed it was give and take. <laughs> oh, brother, Daddy. That was punishing. It, however... This episode shows a remarkable thing. Look closely. Even Bad Brad has to rescue his daughter. This desire to rescue is a mirror image of God and even what appears to be the worst of us. Well, that's very reflective, Randy. It's a picture of God's bride. The church was kidnapped at Eden. But just like Eve came out of Adam's side, the church was born from Jesus' side. Jesus gave his life, his blood, to rescue us, didn't he, Randy? You're so right, Daddy. And each of us bear God's image with a desire to rescue those we care about. That's something to see even in bad blood. <laughs> Randy, speaking of mirrors, if I see a deer in the rearview mirror, is that called hindsight? Hindsight, yeah. Well, that's only if he's running away. <laughs> Objects appear smaller than they appear. Wait, larger than they appear. 
Oh, rearview mirror. What? Oh, dear. <laughs> Female dear. Right. A drop of gold inside. <laughs> Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, radiator. Thank you so much for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. <laughs> <laughs>